Amen. Well, let's look at 3 John 2. I'm going to continue on a, the series we call God Wants You Well, and we're going to pick up where we were last time. You know, we've been talking about receiving uh, healing by faith. And so if you missed those first parts, we're not going to cover everything, but we will recap and then cover a little bit more, you know, in the Gospels about some examples. But um, we're going to cover some of the scriptures uh, that we covered before just to connect so everybody's on the same page, but we won't do it in detail. So if you want to hear you know, some of those, especially in, in these parts, um, you can go back and listen to or watch those on the web. Uh, Third John 2 said, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. So we talked about this, that it's God's will for us to be well. Spend a lot of time on that. It's God's will for us to be healthy and whole. That's not a secondary thing. God has an interest in your body being well and my body being well. Our, our, we're a three-part being. We're spirit, we have a soul, and we live in a body, and they're all connected. So if your body hurts, then, then you're affected. You can't just walk apart from your body. Sure, we put our flesh down, but you know, it's, if it hurts, you've got to deal with it. If your mind's hurting, it affects your body. It affects, you know, where you are spiritually. It, it, you know, people get off in their mind. It can affect where they, what they deal with spiritually. And, of course, your spirit affects your, the rest of your being. So it's all connected. And so God has um, interest in us being well all around. It says that you may prosper in all things, in everything. God's a good God. He wants us to come up in every area. It's, it's never his will for us to... Uh, to suffer in any area as far as physically in our being um, or anything like that. Third John 2 in the NIV says, uh, Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you. <clears throat> so this is God's will, that, that we enjoy good health. So our bodies would be well and everything would go well. And we read that and spent some time there. John 10.10 10, says, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. Now, this applies to Satan, of course. It applies to anything that comes from sin or Satan. It applies uh, to sickness. It says, the thief does not come to steal, kill, to kill, and to destroy. Well, what does sickness do? It does every one of those. Steals your time, steals, if you let it, steal your joy, steal your relationships. Uh, it kills, Absolutely. Uh, and destroys, destroys lives, destroys wealth. It's a thief. It says, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. This is Jesus speaking. So uh, a thief comes to steal, kill, and to destroy, but Jesus said, I've come that you would have life, that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. So clearly, God wants us to have life in every area. Well, that would include our health. That would include our body. So just, we've talked about that a number of times. We just seal it in our minds that that's, the God, that's God's will all the time. We know in whatever situation, we don't have to spend a lot of time trying to figure out, is it God's will or is it not for me to do well? We know it's his will. Now let's go on to the next part. What do we need to do? Do we need to adjust something, anything? But don't spend time on, is it his will? Because if you have a doubt there, it's going to trip us up. And so we talked about that. And so we've been talking about specifically receiving healing by faith. So we, we spent a long, uh, a number of um, sessions on 
it being God's will to heal, we, we said if you're looking at if you look at Jesus and what he did, you saw that uh, he went about healing. We saw that uh, healing comes by the word. In other words, God's word uh, is is one with him. And so you see his word. If you hear his word on a subject, then you can have faith then you can believe. And so healing comes through his word. We saw that um, healing is part of the atonement of Jesus. What Jesus Christ, the son of God, God himself bought and purchased for us includes healing for the, for the physical body. And we looked at, we saw that it's a uh, sickness is of, is a curse of the law. So uh, there are curses. We look at the old covenant. There were curses that were associated with not obeying the law. Well, Jesus came and uh, he was made a curse for us so that um, we are redeemed from those curses. So if you see something in Deuteronomy 28 that's a curse and you know Jesus redeemed you from it, then you don't have to put up with it. And so poverty is there, spiritual death is there, sickness is there. So let's look at Romans 10, verse 8. Uh, we're going to fly over some of these scriptures. But then, so we were talking about, okay, so receiving this by faith, receiving healing by faith, you know, um, we've been spending some time there. So first of all, uh, faith is of the heart. You receive with your spirit. It's not of your head. It's not something you understand, and it's not certainly not with your body. So We've read some of these verses, but let's fly over them real quick. Romans 10, verse 8 says, What does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So it says, For with the heart one believes. So you believe with your heart. Believing is something that you do with your heart, not your understanding. So in other words, you don't have to understand divine healing to believe it. You don't have to, you don't have to try to figure it out. You just have to act on it and choose to believe it, choose to walk in it. Mark 11, verse 22 through 24. It says, so Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God, for assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast in the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Spent some time here as well. Uh, a couple things. It says, if we go back to verse 23, for assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast in the sea and does not doubt in his heart. So you don't doubt in your heart. It, it, that's where faith is. So you're not doubting in your heart. Doesn't mean you don't have hit, uh, doubts hit your head. But we're talking about what you believe in your heart. So this is, this is a critical part because you can have doubts hit your, your head. And if you, if you don't understand this, you'll say, well, I'm doubting. And you'll let that steal from you. But if you, be, if you realize that it's of the heart, now your heart can be strong and steadfast. And now you tell your head to shut up. And you still keep going forward and you can be standing in faith even when your head has thoughts coming like a machine gun on at it saying well it's not working or why would you believe that you can just understand that you're separating those two no my heart believes and i'm going to stand it's just the same as if you know you had a thought questioning whether jesus is the son of god whether you were really saved most people are just going to cast that down they're going to be like i don't have anything to do with that 
because they believe in their heart. Well, it's the exact same thing with healing. It's just that with that thought, a lot of times there's accompanying symptoms <laughs> in your body. So you have the thought, but you're, you're, something's pushing on you in the natural, and that's where the fight is, is to believe with your heart instead of start siding in with your head and your body. So that's called faith. It's believing. And see, here it says, uh, does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. So you're, you're talking about something that's happening, that's coming, but you believe something, so you expect something will change. It says you'll have whatever he says. Therefore, uh, verse 24, Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. So whatever things you, uh, you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and then you'll have them. So you're believing something before you see it, before it's manifest. Uh, that's walking by faith. And so we covered some of those things you know, more in depth. And, uh, but that's what we're talking about when we're talking about receiving by faith. So let's read one more, 1 John 5, 14. <clears throat> it says, Now this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will. So we spend a lot of time talking about the will of God. We need to know that it's the will of God for us to be well. And so if you know that's true, then that healing qualifies as something that is His will. And here it says, if we... if uh, if we ask anything according to his will, then he hears us. So we know if we ask something according to being healed, we know he hears us because that's part of his will. Verse 15, and if we know that he hears us, then whatever we ask, we know we have the petitions we've asked of him. So we know that if, if it's his will and we ask it, we know he hears us. And we know, if we know he hears us, we know that we have it, even though you may not see it yet. And so what do you do? You stay there. I've asked, I've, and I've received by faith, so I just stay there, and I'm going to believe God, and I'm not going to let symptoms or anything push me off, and that's how uh, we, we walk in faith then. We just thank Him for what He has done by faith, what He's promised and what we've received uh, according to His Word by faith. So then, real quick, because I'm going to read some scriptures again, the New Covenant, or the, the Gospels, some examples. But these things, I just wanted to connect so that we're on the same page for what we're talking about, going, some of these things we've covered. So then, you, we've covered some things about His will, but I just want to le- read a few scriptures that, that we've covered for examples of the things that you are looking to to know it's His will. You know, there's whole, we have a book out there called Healing Scriptures. It's, it's all just literally that. It goes through the whole Bible, and it's just healing scriptures. So you can read those things, and it builds faith, because faith comes by hearing. These are the types of things we want to get in us, so we know what the will of God is concerning it. Isaiah 53, 4 and 5 says, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. So this is part of the atonement, which we spent a good amount of time on. It's saying Jesus, he bore our griefs, carried our sorrows. In the Young's literal, the literal translation of those words, it says, Surely our sicknesses he has borne and our pains... He has carried them. So Jesus took our sicknesses and pains in 
his uh, atonement in, in the sacrifice they were paid for. Uh, Matthew 8, verse, uh, let's just go to, well, go to 16, 17. It says, When evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. So Jesus took them. So we can know it's scriptures like this that we go over. See, we have more word then even these, these people that we're going to read about that were healed under Jesus' ministry, they didn't have what you and I have. They had, okay, so they, the, Isaiah was written. What we just read, Matthew, wasn't written. They lived in the time that then Matthew would write the stuff down that Jesus was um, doing. And, and they had Isaiah, but people didn't have access to that. I mean, and it was in scrolls and things. You didn't have like a Bible like you and I have it or like a, a leather-bound Bible like this one, or, you know, the 30 translations that you can look up on a, an online amp or more, or app or more. They didn't have that. So when we talk about these things, this is, applies to us. You and I can go to these scriptures and, and, and build faith into our heart by looking at these. But no, these people that we're about to read about, they didn't have that. Yet they were healed. And it's not just because Jesus was there, because that's what we're going to read. We're going to show you specifically tonight. I mean, their faith had something to do with it. So they believed something because of what they heard, because of what they saw, because Jesus was there. But it was because they reached out in faith and believed it. Well, if they can believe it and just hear a few things, you and I can do the same thing. Let's not make it so hard that, well, you know, I got to spend... Uh, you know, all this time and make some arbitrary level in our minds that I have to look over these so many times in order for it to magically work. No, it, it just needs to be that we, faith comes into our heart and we, we believe it and we act on it. Because these people, they didn't have what you and I, they didn't have a healing scriptures book that just took all the scriptures out of the Bible and broke them down. They didn't have that. They couldn't even hear messages like we hear, like this, because there wasn't that understanding. You could hear about the Messiah, and they didn't even understand, most of them, that the Messiah was standing in front of them. So they surely couldn't say, this is the one that's, that's bore our, our sicknesses. Now, he was preaching that, but most people didn't understand that. They, they just reached out in faith with what they understood, and they were able to be healed. So it's not this, I think sometimes it becomes this magical you know, unicorn thing that only certain people can attain to that we can partake of what Jesus bought and paid for, like healing is oh, for elite Christians. And it's not. It's just part of our uh, the atonement. It, it can become that way if we, if we fall into the, thing, the, the works mentality that I got to do certain things before it'll work rather than it's already been given, paid for, it's mine, and so I'm going to walk in it. And I'm not going to get pushed off of that. And so, yeah, we have symptoms come and hit us. We have something hit us in our body. And, you know, you're walking with your family and you live there and you're like, okay, this is what I believe, but this is what I'm seeing. Okay, that's the opportunity to walk in faith. We don't deny. We don't say, well, that's not there. I don't see it. We'll wait till that passes or whatever and then just go back to belief. No, there's reality. There's a push in your flesh, but there's a reality that the spirit is, is um, stronger and more important than this natural realm, and what's done in the spirit can change this natural realm. And so it can change our bodies. 
And so when we read about these things, which we're going to do now, that's what's going on. There's a, a faith. Somebody reached out in faith, and the power of God was resident um, in Christ. And there was a transaction that occurred that that power came into these people, or they accessed that power, and so then they were healed. And that's the exact same thing we can do. Amen? Luke 18, verse 35. Let's look at one. Luke 18, verse 35. It says, Then it happened, as he was coming near Jericho, Jesus, that a certain blind man sat by the road begging. And hearing a multitude passing by, he asked what it meant. So they told him that Jesus of Nazareth was passing by. And he cried out, saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then those who went before warned him that he should be quiet, but he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Verse 40, So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be brought to him. And when he had come near, he asked him, saying, What do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. Verse 42, Then Jesus said to him, Receive your sight, your faith, has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed him, glorifying God, and all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. So this, this is a blind man. He can't see. He's on the side of the road. He's begging, and he hears this commotion. They tell him it's Jesus. And evidently, he knew something about Jesus because he cries out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And he wouldn't shut up. They told him, be quiet. And this man believed something. He was blind. I mean, that's his life. He's relegated to this. And he believes Jesus can do something about it. And he won't be quiet until Jesus, uh, he hears him, commands the man to be brought to him. And so when he came up, he said, what do you want? What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him, and he said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. I want to see. And Jesus responded and said, receive your sight. He said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. Jesus said, receive your sight. Your faith has made you well. See, Jesus was walking. He didn't seek out this person. This man wouldn't back off from coming to Jesus. So he believed something. And Jesus says, it's your faith that made you well. He didn't say, I'm the son of God, and this is the way it is. I, 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 I am healing you to show you something. He said, it's your faith that made you well. So his faith, his belief on what God could do and Jesus uh, could do um, had something to do with it. So Jesus did not walk as a man or as God, just doing everything that God could do independent uh, of people. We talked about this some, and independent of, of him walking as a man. He walked as a man anointed by the Holy Spirit. He didn't walk as one that knew everything. He walked as a man that had to be led by the Spirit of God. And he didn't just go around healing people randomly, there's a, a good number of the accounts in the, the Gospels where somebody was healed individually like this, where it talks about the person's faith. So his faith had something to do with it. 
And Jesus couldn't always do. We covered this in an earlier uh, message. But Jesus, in his own hometown, he couldn't heal everybody. He couldn't really do anything. It says he could not, not would not. He could not because of their unbelief, because they didn't believe. So belief has something to do with this happening, with us being able to receive healing. And it's the same with us today. Let's look at Luke 17, verse 11. It says, Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers who stood afar off, and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Verse 14, So when he saw them, he said to them, Go show yourselves to the priest. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. Verse 15, and one of them, when he, had, when he saw that he was healed, returned with a loud voice and glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, Jesus' feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. So Jesus answered and said, were, not, uh, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to them, arise, go your way, your faith has made you well. So I want you to notice verse 14. So these lepers were standing a ways away, and they're crying to him, have mercy on us, similar to the blind man. And it says that when he saw them, he he said to them, go show yourselves to the priests. And so it was that when they went, they were cleansed. Now, here's something. Jesus said, go show yourselves to the priests, which meant go show them, go show the priests, that, that was an act that shows that they're well. You wouldn't go to the priest just to go to the priest because they're unclean according to the law, and so they don't just go to the priest unless they're well so that the priest can declare them clean. And so by them acting and going to the priest, they are acting in faith. And so notice it says that... It says, so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. In other words, he told them to go, but they weren't cleansed or healed until they started going. So that's faith. They didn't say, well, I'm not. See, if they weren't walking in faith, they would say, well, I'll go as soon as something changes. I'm not going to go to the priest. I'm not healed. But they started moving. That means they, they had to believe something. Otherwise, they'd be like, well, why? But they're, they're moving, they're going toward the priest, so that, that means they're acting in faith. And it says, as they went, they were cleansed. And sometimes this is the way it happened. You, you, the way it happens, you can be prayed for, or you can believe God, but nothing looks any different. But as you believe it, as you start walking and say, well, you know what, I, I believe it, and so I'm going, I'm going to act like I'm healed anyway. Because you can have symptoms in your body. You could say, well, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go wait till I'm, I'm well. I mean, I've had situations in my body where, you know, nothing looks any different. But I'm like, if, if I believe God, then I'm going to do this. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to act anyhow as if I'm healed. And then as you're walking, as you're doing, as you're acting, that, that, that things change. It can happen that way. So don't wait. See, if you're waiting for something to change, you're, you're 
you're walking by sight. We're walking by sight when we do that because we're saying, well, I'll, I'll start doing it when I see something different. Well, that, that's not believing that it's done. That's, that's believing what I see. And this is important because, you know, there's many times where you're believing God. I think we've gotten the mess, the, sometimes the idea that if it doesn't happen instantaneously, there's something wrong with my faith. Well, I mean, yeah, the, the highest and best is for something to happen instantaneously, but that's not what you based your faith on. And then if it didn't happen, that, well, okay, I got to go back to start, I got to back up. I got I to gotta stop, I got to see if something happened. Rather than, I prayed, I believe God, so according to his word, I'm healed, so now I'm going to go on. And I'm going to thank God, and I'm going to believe Him now, and I'm going to be thankful that it's done, even though it doesn't look like it. See, that's acting in faith. And some, you know, you're in the middle of life, and it's it's easier in your flesh just to sit there and just be like, "Well, I'm not going to go forward." But that's not faith. And so, you, it's sometimes harder to get up and go, "Well, I'm going forward. I'm going to act on what I believe. I'm going to act like it's it's okay. I'm going to." I'm going to thank God. Thanking God before you see it is an act of faith. What you say is an act of faith. So we can act and agree with God before we see it. And that's what they're doing. So it says they went and uh, they were cleansed as they went. So one of them turned back and he, he, it says, verse 15, and one of them, when he saw that he was healed. So he saw, I'm healed. So now he went and thanked God. So then it talks about, you know, where, where are the other people? Why didn't they come back and thank God? But I want you to notice, verse 19, he said to him, Well, rise, go your way, your faith, your way, your faith has made you well. So that's the part I wanted you to see. He said, no. And they all acted in faith. It said they were all cleansed when they went. This guy came out back and thanked God, but he already said he was healed. So they were all healed when they were walking. They were all healed. But I want you to notice it says your faith had something to do with it. In other words, it wasn't just a unilateral act of God. They believed God and your faith caused something to happen. Let's look at Matthew 8 verse 5. It says, now when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. For I am also a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. Verse 10, when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, assuredly I say to you, I have not found such great faith even in Israel. Notice what he's saying. So several things, let's read the rest of it and we'll come back. Verse 11, and I say to you that many will come from the east and west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven, but the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, just saying that there are going to be people that aren't born Jewish people that are going to uh, 
partake of the kingdom of heaven, and that's talking about most of us, you know, Gentiles, people that are not born Jewish, but uh, come into the kingdom of God through Jesus. Verse 13, then Jesus said to the centurion, go your way as you have believed, so let it be done for you. And his servant was healed that same hour. So several things. He comes to Jesus, says, my servant is paralyzed. Please come here. Or he just told him. He said, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. Jesus says, I'll come heal him. And he says, I'm not worried that you should even come under my roof. But I know about authority. And I know if I tell one of my guys to do something, he's going to do it. And if I tell this other guy, he's going to do it. And he said, I'm under authority, meaning I know what I have to do what I'm told. And so he's basically saying to Jesus, you just say the word. He said, only speak the word and my servant will be healed. So you just say it and it'll be done. And so then Jesus turns, verse 10, he says, When he heard it, he marveled and said to those, who follow, to those who followed, Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith. Not even in Israel. So he said what the man is doing is faith. He believes, Jesus is saying, this guy believes that if I say it, that's all it's needed. I don't have to come to him. All I have to do is speak the word, and his servant's going to be healed. He goes, I haven't seen anything like this. But he called it faith. He said, this guy is operating in faith, and he calls him out, and he, he illustrates this to the other people. Verse 13, then he said to the centurion, go your way, and as you have believed. Well, what's believing? That's acting in faith. He said, You'll, as you has, have believed, so let it be done for you. And his servant was healed that same hour. So this man, this centurion came, he acted in faith. He told Jesus, if you say it, it's going to be done. I don't, I, and he, so he is believing. It, is he going by what he sees? No. He's saying, if you say it, it'll happen. That's it. Well, that's what... That's what we are doing. We're we're saying, see, we're looking at the word of God and it says something. And so when we come in faith, we're saying, well, you said it. And if you if I do what you said to do, if I do what you you if you said to believe and I believe and receive before I see it. And you said that healing is part of the atonement, that he bore our sicknesses and pains. You said that we're redeemed from the curse of the law. You said it, and you said if I receive it and believe it, it'll be done. So I believe that, and it's done. See, that's the same thing as this guy was doing. We may have the written word, unlike this guy. This guy did not have everything, but it's the same principle. It's the same thing. If we see it in the word, then it's God, God's word is him speaking. He is one with his word. So if we see his word, we see that truth, and we say, well, you said it, and so I'm going to act on what you said, and therefore it's got to come to pass. That's exactly what the centurion is doing. He's saying, if you say it, my, my servant's going to be healed. And Jesus said, wow, I have not seen that. Because he's not going, you say it, I'm going to run home, check and see if he's healed, then I'll know he's healed. He didn't say it. He said, you say it, that's it. He wasn't with the guy. He just said, all, all what I do, my receipt is that you said it. My receipt is not that I see my servant well. My receipt is you said it, therefore I know it's done. 
That's faith. And so that's the same thing. We, we act on God. I see what your word says. I see what you say, how to take a hold of it. So therefore, when I pray, I do it believing. And when I'm done, I say, I have it. What? According to your word. According to your word, we have it, we're healed. Now what do we do? We thank God for it, we go on acting like we have it. That doesn't mean you're ignoring anything. You're saying something is higher than that, and so this lower thing, the symptoms have got to change, and so I'm acting like I'm healed, because according to God's word, I am. Somebody said, well, you don't look like it. That's not my receipt. God said it, I acted on it, so therefore, I have what he said. It said, if we know what... Uh, everything is his will. If we pray according to his will, we know he hears us. If we know he hears us, we know we have what we've asked. That's in 1 John, what we read, 1 John 5. Let's look at one more, Mark uh, 2, verse 1. It says, And again he entered Capernaum, After some days, and it was heard that he was in the house, immediately many gathered together, so that there was no longer room to receive them, not even near the door. So he's come to this place, so many people are coming in, there's no room. And he preached the word to them. So he's declaring who he is, what he's come for. Verse 3, Then they came to him, bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men. And when they could not come near him because of the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was. So when they had broken through, they let down the bed which the, on which the paralytic was lying. So, these pe- so the house is crowded. Nobody can get near Jesus. These four guys come carrying a guy that is a paralytic. And so they start tearing off the top of the roof to get to Jesus. And so then verse 5, it says... When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, son, your sins are forgiven you. So he saw their faith. How did he see their faith? Because they believed so much that Jesus could do something that they were taking the roof off to get to him. So that was their faith in action. Verse 6, and when some of the scribes were sitting there and reasoning in their hearts, why does this man speak blasphemies like this? Who can forgive sins but God alone? This is another illustration that... Healing is part of the atonement because Jesus, in the same way he forgave sins and took care of the sin problem, he took care of the sickness problem. And so they're asking the question, well, who is this that he can forgive sins? And, and so he's about to tie that together. He said, well, okay, I'm going to show you that the same one that can forgive sins can heal. Verse 8, but immediately when Jesus perceived in the spirit that they reasoned thus within themselves, he said to them, why do you reason about these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven, or to say, arise, take up your bed and walk, but that you may know that the Son of God, or Son of Man, has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, I say to you, take up your bed and go to your house. Immediately he arose. Notice, he got up. He, he's telling him, Get, take up your bed. He can't do that. He's paralyzed. It says, immediately he arose, took up his bed, and went out of the presence of them all, so that all were amazed and glorified God, saying, we never saw anything like that. So notice, they came to him in faith. They came to Jesus in faith. He said, that it says, when Jesus saw their faith. And so he says, get up and walk. He could have said, I can't. But he got up. He said, got up, took up his bed, and he left. 
Like, this is what I'm waiting for. All right, you said it, I'm getting up. All you had to do is see it, say it. And so, again, it's referring to the people's faith. And we read several other, the last, uh, last time we read several other examples. And there, you know, there's a number of examples. You just look through the Gospels. There's a number of places where it says like this, it talks about the people's faith. Now, there are some things that God, that Jesus did just independent of anything, but there's a whole num- lot of these. And like we've talked about, you can't control those other things, the moves of the Spirit, but you can initiate a healing by acting on what God has done. And we have more light than these individuals had. The Bible is progressive revelation. So as you go through the Word, uh, we see more and more of God's will. And so we have the complete word of God. We have the spirit of God to lead us into all truth. So we have this all before us that we can know what God's will is and we can act on that based on what we see in his word and then we know we can receive based on that. So we have more light than any of these individuals we read about in order to receive from God. So let's not make it so too hard. Let's just say, look, these people, they didn't have, you know, three healing tapes and 15 series on healing and a bunch of healing books. They just heard that God could heal, that Jesus could heal, and they just said, all right, I'm, I'm in. You said it. All right. They acted in faith, and they received it. They weren't even born again. So we are born again, and so we, we have the right and the privilege to act on what God has said. And we don't have to relegate it to somebody else or say, oh, that's just so hard. No, we can just, we can bring it into the realm of possible and the realm of expected and say, this is what Jesus already bought and paid for. So I am just going to receive it. Like he said, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to thank him for it. And I'm just going to walk in it. 